What's good, chat? It's your favorite six man off the bench. I'm here with my unk as always. Welcome to another episode of Chill with Chill. Unk, how you doing today on this lovely Wednesday? We're about to we're about to start talking about the postseason awards coming up, like defensive player of the year, uh MVP. And I'm telling you, Malik Monk, he in he in some trouble because my nephew over here, man, he the he is a, he is a fill-in. I'm trying to tell you. That six man off the bench. Y'all, y'all talking about Malik Monk? Y'all talking about Caruso? Nah, my nephew over here. I'm telling you, Yo, he is definitely that spark the off the bench. Yes, put I'm me in the you. conversation. I need my credit. I appreciate that love. Um, so um, let's let's get right into the meat and potatoes of this thing, man. We had some great action last night in the association. That's One of the teams that has finally seemed to hit their stride, the Golden State Warriors. I think they won seven of their, at their last eight. Draymond Green reinserted into the lineup after his suspension. Clay Thompson being benched. He's looking like he's kind of thriving in his role. What are your thoughts on the Warriors, and how do you feel about them as a contender in the West? Well, I don't like them as a contender in the West, but I knew that this was going to happen because I think seven of their next ten games is against what they played the Wizards last night. I think the next nine games, six of them against non-playoff teams. So what you're seeing right now, you're going to see them keep rolling like this. And with them rolling like this, there's going to be this kind of talk. Yo, are the Warriors back? Are the Warriors doing what they're supposed to be doing? Well, Clay Thompson coming off the bench, I think he averaging 20 a game coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. And the problem with him coming off the bench, people will immediately look at it and go, yo, he's coming off the bench. He's playing against second unit guys. No, he's playing against first unit guys too. It's not like when he comes off the bench, Everybody from the second unit just goes to the bench. No, he plays against first unit guys too. And he's still doing work against those first unit guys. Here's the difference though, nephew. When he plays against those second unit guys and those first unit guys and he does work, Steve Kerr is looking at that right? with the logic that maybe I should put him back in the lineup. When that's not the logic at all. No. Yeah. No. You stick with him coming right. off the bench right. because he's that spark plug that you need. I mean – I think Pazinski, Pods is Pods is one of my favorite players. He's still trying to figure it out, but he's one of my favorite players coming coming into the lineup. The fact that they turn Kaminga loose is an understatement. The right. biggest the, the the biggest addition to this crew, ironically, is Draymond Green because he brings so much to them. He brings right. a ball handler. He brings a distributor. He brings a playmaker. He brings a defender. He brings right. a communicator. He brings all of that stuff that they didn't have. Steph Curry is not Steph Curry without Draymond Green playing the way Draymond Green plays right. because Draymond Green attracts a lot of attention, a lot. And on top of that, contrary to, to the quote-unquote goofy stuff that he does, mm-hmm. Draymond Green is a pretty smart basketball player. He knows, how to, he knows how to read defenses. He knows how to, in terms of dribble handoff, he knows when to give the ball up, when to go downhill. He knows who to look for. He knows when to talk to a guy on his team and tell him what's going on as opposed to just letting the game go and letting guys make mistakes. He doesn't do any of that. Draymond Green is necessary for this Warriors crew. I've said this in the past. I'm not sure that they win any of them championships without Draymond Green. I'm not sure if they do. I'm oh, not. no, I 100% agree with that. I think he's 100% been the engine for that team. I think another thing about Draymond Green too, Unc, is just this straight-up fact that he probably brings a calmness to that locker room. You know, you, he, know he one of those people crazy, that right? yeah. I know that sounds crazy. It's crazy. Nah, <laughs> yeah. It's not, yo. It's not. Like, that's the guy you want in your foxhole. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You want a Draymond Green in your foxhole. And the thing is, 
And this is why I think he does get a bit underrated is he's probably a good mentor. I understand the Jordan Poole thing was not phenomenal, but I look at a, I look at pods. I like his, I like his attitude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Draymond Green spoke about a time when, you know, pods came up to him and be like, you can't turn the ball over for game. And Draymond was like, well, if this is who you are, this is what I want you to be. And pods is mm-hmm. embodying that, you know what I, and I think that's, you know, his personality is infectious. That is a guy you want to be with. So I think he brings a level of comfort. Clay Thompson, I think it's good that he's doing what he's doing off the bench. I think what people are not realizing is a lot of these second units are younger lineups. These are younger players in these second units. This is a situation where Clay can uh, abuse that level of inexperience. I don't think right. putting him back in the starting lineup is the best move. Put him in that six man. He's one of the best. And this is the crazy part. Of, I think of the whole Clay Thompson situation as washed up as everybody says he is now, he's shooting it 38, 37 from the three still. Yeah. Damn near still 40% three point shooter. Yeah. You know, so it's like he's still one of the top shooters in all the NBA. So this is a good move. My only concern is their size. Let's hope, well, 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 let's, let, let's make sure we clear. I am not of the belief that the Golden State Warriors are winning the NBA championship. But I do think that this is suffice for right now. I mean, Clay is, I think he's playing anywhere between 25 to 30 minutes coming off the bench, which is solid for a rotation player. If he was, in fact, not if he was, this was what it was supposed to look like with Jordan Poole. He was supposed to be that transition for, Jordan Poole was going to be that transition, and Clay was going to segue to the bench to a reduced role and still be awesome, as opposed Mm -hmm. to, you guys still thinking that Clay was that guy. He had two career-ending injuries back-to-back. It clearly slowed him down. It mm-hmm. clearly slowed him down. And the fact that Draymond and Jordan Poole got into that nonsense, that derailed that process mm-hmm. with Clay Thompson. And Clay Thompson basically making a silky segue to the bench where he could, in this role, if, if we being honest, Jay Robin, I know it sounds ridiculous because he's played such an integral part in the championships that they've been in. I honestly believe that in this role that he's in with the Golden State Warriors, mm-hmm. he can up his trade value. That's number one. And if they don't want to trade him and he wants to continue at this role, he could probably play at this role at another three or four more years. Right. In a, in a reduced role and be just as effective because right. they don't need him to be 22 to 25 a game. They don't need him to be a lights out shooter. They don't need him to be a lockdown defender. He's in a reduced role now. So because right. he's in a reduced role, his, his, his responsibilities change. So mm-hmm. you can still knock down shots. Absolutely, we need that. We don't need you to knock down shots like you did when you was a starter. We don't need you to defend like you did when you was a starter. Right. Just can you give us that in stretches? Not like you did when you played 35, 40 minutes every night. No, we don't need that. And this was supposed to be the logic when Jordan Poole was there. He was right. supposed to play behind Jordan Poole until he got ready and let Jordan Poole segue into the starting two guard spot like you're doing with pods right. but instead you rushed them and I, I don't think you screwed jordan pool up but i do think that the process got screwed up but i can tell you this j rob this warriors team they are i think they're going to make the playoffs right because they're going to go on a run in these next nine games and they're going to definitely make up some ground so some people are going to start to overrate them because i don't think they're a championship team but i mm. do think that over these next couple of over these next couple of games, we're going to see an above average Golden State Warrior team. 
Yeah, 100%. I mean, I think they could also – I don't think anybody would be surprised if they won a playoff series. I think matchups definitely matter. You know, there's yeah. going to be some young playoff teams going into the Western Conference, and we're going to see what these young Bulls are really about. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think the Warriors will have, you know, a bit of the mental warfare edge. And, you know, one more point about Clay Thompson I do want to add is, you know, Chill, he's had to kind of reestablish his confidence as well. And I think that's what people haven't really given him enough patience with. You know, when you're going from being a star, the guy, to now having a reduced role and finding your rhythm and, you know, you're getting your body back, you know, mentally that is a lot. And because of the level in which and the expectations that the Warriors have, a guy like Clay Thompson, he's going to be, you know, highly criticized about his level of play especially because there's already a standard tied to the level of excellence mm-hmm. that he's had in the league. So, right. And know. with that also being said, with that also being said, J-Rob, physically, I got to get my confidence back. Yeah. So before we even talk about mentally, physically, I got, yo, can I run? Can I, can I hop like I used to? My freshman year in college, I broke my foot. Mm-hmm. I had never had a major injury like that before. Right. The first thing I was thinking is, am I going to be able to run as fast as I used to? It wasn't that bad. It was only, it, it was just, it was a headline. For- oh, oh, chill. Oh, he lagged. Hold on, y'all. Hold on, y'all. He had technical difficulties. He should be right back. We gonna get we gonna get chill back. We gonna hope we gonna get him back. We gonna get him back. We gonna get him back. He got sniped. Yeah, Unc did get sniped. He did get sniped. Me holding on, it's all good. Yeah, he did get sniped. He did get sniped. Um, let me make sure. Let me resend. Make sure he got. Okay. He did get sniped. He should be back, though. Yeah, so any thoughts, chat, on Klay Thompson? Thoughts on Klay Thompson? Should he remain with the Warriors? Should Klay, should Klay remain with the Warriors? Should maybe he look to go somewhere else? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, are there teams... I'm just making sure we handle these difficulties. Chat, hold on. Just chopping it up. Um, Clay Thompson bench roll is perfect. No worries. No, no worries. No worries. Um, he's just fixing his joint. He'll be right back. Shout out Xfinity. Get it together, man. Get it together, Xfinity. LXfinity in the chat. Clay Thompson bench roll is perfect. Yeah, I like the bench roll for Clay. I, I think it's a good transition for him. And, and honestly, To be honest, chat, for a player like, what a do, buddy, for a player like Klay Thompson, he has the ability to find a new gear, like a new motor. I mean, not motor, new motivation, excuse me. For example, now that he is in his bench role, going into the 2025, 2026, I mean, the 2024, 2025 season, he he might be looking at, I'm going to get a sixth man. I'm going to add a sixth man to my my, uh, repertoire. My fault. No, all good, huh? all good. Huh? My happens. fault. Yeah, Xfinity is on some nonsense. Anyway, um, like I was saying, so when it comes when it when it comes to when it comes to Clay Thompson, I think he's perfect in the role that he's in. The Warriors, on the other hand, 
They're going to look like they look now. They're going to look like they look now and they're going to fool some people with right. them fooling some with them fooling some people. There's going to be some people that's thinking, yo, because that's that's the downside about guys like. Damn, did they snipe Unk again? They sniped him again, chat. They sniped him again. Damn. I don't think the Warriors is fooling people, Leaf. They got Unk again, though. Xfinity, you blowing us. You're making it hard right now. Yeah. Um... I don't think the Warriors are are actually fooling people. Um, I actually think, I actually think people are just they're better than what they were. Like I don't, I don't think the Warriors playing better basketball is surprising because that's the level of basketball team we look at. That you know what I'm saying. So I don't want to say they fooling people. Now, obviously, there are going to be Warriors fans and Curry fans who are going to go off the ledge and look at this team as a potential championship team. I don't think they're that. Um, I think they got to get a little bit better. They to me they need a a legit. I think it is about time the Golden State Warriors found them a center up for the future. Like I like Trace Jackson. I think Trace is very very good, good motor, active around the rim. However, to me where he lacks is he's only six nine. You know he's about a six nine six eight six nine guy. So I think they need like a real they need a real footer man. They need a seven footer around that rim, and I think that'll be good. So. That's one thing I could I'm I'm thinking about. Like if I'm looking at like even not even a seven footer, anything for sure, anything six eleven, six ten and up for sure, bigger build, like real center build. Like even a Nas Reed would be crazy in Golden State to me with what they got. I think he's a great uh big. Um, I think there's a few players that could go out there and excel. Damn, we're gonna wait for Chill to get back. Honestly. We don't know when he's going to get back, y'all. But, you know, in the meantime, at least, in the meantime, at least, maybe I'll go ahead because I don't know when I'm going to come back. He probably ready re- be, might be resetting his Wi-Fi. So I'm going to throw this link in here, chat, and y'all can pull up and we could talk some hoops. But when Unk come back, I'm going to remove you, but I'll leave you in the back of the lobby so that, you know, when we do bring people up or when he does come back, y'all can chop it up. So I'm going to leave that link in if you want to come in talk about hoops. Um, but while we in here anyway, chat, have y'all been tapping into the playback, the playback streams and what are y'all thoughts on the playback streams? Um, was anybody at the two game winners? J Rob is two for two on game winners right now on playback. I'm going for the third one right now tonight. Um, we going for a third one. So make sure y'all tap in with me and Ben at 10 PM Eastern on playback. This is my dog Brax. Okay. Brax in the chat. Brax was good, bro. How you doing, my brother? My brother Mustang. Yeah, what's swell. goody? How you doing, man. bro? What's up? What's the word? Man, I'm doing swell today, man. I'm doing pretty swell. Uh, uh, so what's the topic of the conversation again? I'm sorry, I've, I've so, been in and out. No, nah, you good. We were talking about um, we were talking about Clay Thompson, you know, and, and really just the Warriors as a whole. Um, mm. you know, you know what okay. they look like as a team. Um, should we be getting? Should we be getting? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Should we be getting excited about the Warriors now that they're playing some okay. better basketball, okay. winning some games? Is this a team that we need to be looking at as a real contender in the West? 
or right. it's just or, or or is it just you know the Warriors look good, but it's it's nothing to get you know too overly you know. J Rob, I'm gonna stop you right there, brother. I'm an OKC fan. You don't gotta ask me about Clay Thompson. Uh, that boy needs to be a 15th man. I'm gonna be honest with you. Stop it. Oh, stop <laughs> it, man. Now, Lucha, Lucha. Uh, I I like Clay off the bench. Uh, I do think that boy is washed, so you know he can stay there. You know, lead that second unit for real. On top of the fact he's probably not just gonna uh be just on the second unit the whole time he's probably gonna blend in with the starters more likely than not um i'm gonna be honest that the warriors are gold that's their fool's gold though man i'm that's fool's gold that that schedule's not moving me man i'm gonna be honest they're too talented of a roster for them to beat up on bums the way that they beating up on bums and for me Mm -hmm. to take that serious you feel me Mm -hmm. so it's cool I respect the uh, direction that they're going in, you know, right. slow motion better than no motion, but right. <laughs> brother, it, it, it's it's not moving me. Okay. Breezy, what's your thoughts on all of this? Um, I think it's <clears throat> um, professional by the, you know, the front office to take care of Clay Thompson, moving him to the bench seamlessly the way they did. It shows that they building a culture over there. You got a guy who helped win you a championship instead of trying to trade him and make him feel invaluable when, you know, he may have had a setback. You show him that he's still valuable if he agrees to come off of the bench, if he could look past, uh, you know, I guess, you know, him being big headed about his status with the team and like take a step back and come off of the bench. I think it puts Golden State Warriors as a playoff team for years to come. And it also shows the rest of the league, even colleges, colleges. I mean, players in college, they will want to come to the franchise like, wow, look how they treat their champions. There's countless times I use the Knicks, for example, because I don't, you know, I don't really rock with them like that. I mean, you see what they did. You see what they did to Patrick Ewan. You know, right. Patrick Ewan. They they got him going, and you see all of the. Uh, you see how um, he contributed to the Knicks franchise. So I just think that you know he could have. They could have did him better with him leaving the Knicks franchise. And I think what they're doing with Clay Thompson is dope. Big fan. I will say this though. You the thing that you're not talking about, my brother, is you got to remember the basketball guys cursed the Knicks for what they did to get mm. Patrick Ewing. You got to remember, you know, yeah, no here. no bad deed goes um, you know, no foul deed goes unpunished, man. So when you manipulate the ping pong balls to get Patrick Ewing, we knew we would, it, it was bad yep. for the Yeah, been fraudulent since then, man. Yeah, they, 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 the the we, guys we, knew. We cursed ourselves. We cursed ourselves. So, you know, but I do, I do, but all jokes aside, I do very much agree. And I and I was trying when I what I was saying before before I pulled up is I think this could be a great thing for Clay. Oh, wait, unk back y'all, so y'all can hold in the back, but I'll bring y'all back up when we get the guys back. Okay, unk. I think we good now. We good. We good. Now nah, it's all good. Listen, you know, I'm gonna hold it down. I'm gonna hold it down. We good. Think, we good. I think we good. It shouldn't be no more nonsense. I don't know what the hell going on with uh I don't know what the hell going on with with with, with Xfinity, but yeah. Anyway, a- a- anyway, um, we were talking about the Warriors, right? Yeah, we we're talking yep, yep. about the seven games, and then I think it's the next eight games or so. Yeah, I think it's the next eight games or so. I think that they they're gonna fool some people. Right. So I'm fooling some people. People are gonna think that this team is, is a lot better than what they really are. But that's what happens when guys like Steph, Clay, and Dre stay together. You automatically think automatically think that yo these dudes could keep doing it when in reality some things have to change and the fact that clay went to the bench that's one of those things 
that's one of those things that has changed and that has helped the Warriors. Now right. the question is, is are they going to keep this going? Right? Can we keep with Clay Thompson, with Clay Thompson on the bench, right? With Clay Thompson on the bench. Mm-hmm. I think he can keep this production up. Will Steve Kerr stick to that? Will Steve right. Kerr stick to that and not be tempted to put him back in the starting lineup? Because I know what's going to happen, J-Rob. We're going to get to the playoffs, right? We're going to get to the playoffs, and Clay is rolling, and Kerr is going to Kerr is going to be wanted. Kerr is going to want to. Yeah, so much put him back in the starting lineup because he's not going to stick with pods. He's not going to stick with these young boys. In reality, that's your guy. That's your. Those are your guys. I won four championships with this guy. You know, is how can I? How can I go against him? But right. I will say this: I think the the X factor to it is pods. How is Brandon going to play? Yeah, because if he if he plays like a a NBA starter to the level that I believe he could play at as well, because I think I think he's good. I'll be honest, I think he's he's right. damn good. They got a lot of juice to him. So if he could, if he can play at a good enough level, I think Kerr will be comfortable bringing bringing Clay off the bench because I also do believe, and I know the people are going to be like, what about what he did to Russell Westbrook in that Clippers game? However, I think in championship playoff basketball, if you're in a late game situation, I think you won't have too much of a conflict of interest if you have to leave Clay in the game at a crucial time and maybe have Paz on the bench. And I think Paz, as a, as a rookie, will understand that Clay's been in these right. situations multiple times. And, you know, it's not an indictment right. on you as a player. It's just in this moment, it's needed. Like, I give Gilbert Arenas a lot of credit for when he said, like, for example, you know, Dwight Howard, he played all through the Western Conference Finals for the Lakers, but when they got to the finals, he didn't play at all. But your impact right. was already felt. So, you know, in, right. some, in these moments, you it's just it is what it is. It's just coaching, right. it's just basketball. If you look at the if you look at the Warriors schedule, they got the Knicks on third, they got the Knicks tomorrow night in New York. Mm-hmm. They you should beat them. Man. Yeah. yeah. They, I, I do know that, but I feel like they should beat the Knicks or the strength of how beat up the Knicks been. We're decimated. How beat up the Knicks, how beat up the Knicks been and how short their rotation has become. Then they got Toronto on Friday on a back to back. I think they should be. They could beat Toronto too. Then on Sunday, they got Boston in Boston. You mm-hmm. already know how I feel about Jason Tatum when he got to see. <laughs> that's like Demar. That's like Demar Derozan when he got to see LeBron James, like seeing the boogeyman, right? Oh, that's like man. Demar Derozan when, when it's like Demar Derozan when he got to see the boogeyman. So mm-hmm. it's completely different with that dude. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm I'm, I'm thinking to myself when I see this, they could run off ten of the, They could run off ten of their next like. 12 mm. games and it could be something serious it, it could be but i'm not I'm, I'm definitely not getting involved in that so i'm not doing that so any so moving on yep. you know we were talking backstage victor Wembyama. i mean i'm i'm already there chill i'm gonna be honest i think i think there's it's inevitable he'll be the best player in basketball soon right sooner rather than later um, I just think he's getting better and better as the season goes on. Like, you know how usually you see a rookie hit a rookie wall? Yeah. Where I don't know where his wall is. So you go with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't, you know, most rookie walls, most rookie walls don't exist. I mean, usually exist. And the fact that during this point, he's just to me still getting better as a basketball player, I think is really yep. impressive. So yep. My thoughts are really what it what have you what have you been you know what were your initial thoughts on Wembyama? Yeah. And then what are your thoughts now? I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie, I, I got completely distracted by Lee Super Chat. I'm not gonna right. I apologize for that. So no what, problem. No um, problem. Um 
But well, when he, when he came into the game, when mm-hmm. when 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 Banyama came into the game, I thought he was a I thought he was like 19, nine, mm-hmm. two blocks, maybe three. Um, I thought he was gonna be really good at guarding the long ball line because of how much space he covers. Mm-hmm. I thought that he would struggle offensively because the pro game here is way different than the pro game in Europe, right? In terms of action off the basketball, action with the basketball, how they use you in the post, how they use you in the mid post. Mm-hmm. He was more of a ball handler when he was playing in France. He won't be that right. that much. And then Pop looked like he was trying to do that with him. Like he was trying out different things where he would use right. him with the basketball, then he would use him off the ball. And then he started giving him the ball more. They're still a lead guard away from really making some noise in the Western Conference. But his strides I thought that he would be good. I didn't think that he would be this effective defensively, though. I didn't Yo, Lord have mercy. No, I didn't think that he would be Lord this have good. mercy. I honestly thought that there would be guys that were going to take advantage of him. Yeah. One, because of his build. Two, because he really doesn't know the pro game from a defensive standpoint. I thought that, you know, understand. It took it took Rudy a while to understand this. Yeah. Rudy's is arguably the best defensive player of his generation. So right. when you're talking about closeouts, right, when you're talking about angles, how to block shots, how not to foul. I thought that he would struggle in that area. He just looks like he's better than more. He, he looks like he's better than most of the guys. I mean, there's still mm-hmm. guys who are ahead of him, Anthony Davis, Gobert, uh, Bam, um, just guys like that. Mm-hmm. I, But I'm watching him, and he struggled last night. Mm-hmm. As good as he played, he struggled last night against Rudy, mm-hmm. and that's against a vet. That's yeah. against an all-pro vet who's arguably the best defensive player in the game, which I expect him to struggle against a guy like that, right? Mm -hmm. But also, they struggle San Antonio with him. I I still don't think they know what they're doing with him. I watched watched Wimby run down the gut on a fast break. Mm -hmm. And I I believe it was Vassell. He had the ball on the baseline. He's running down the gut, J-Rob. And when I say running down the gut, I thought he was going to bump his head on the rim. That's because he was running right to the rim. And instead of Vassell... Handing him the ball because that's how close he was to him. Yeah. Instead of him handing him the ball, he kicks it out to the long ball line. I'm yeah. thinking a lead guard knows that the first guy that I'm looking for when he's running is it's the big the guy. Big man. Yes. I, the first dude I'm looking for. When he put his head down and he running, that's who I'm looking for. And they don't look for him nearly as much as they should or as much as they can. They don't look for him as nearly as much. So I do think that there's gonna be some roots retooling in this roster. But San Antonio definitely got their franchise player. I'm going to just use this opportunity to segue and just some more propaganda because you said something where you hit on the nose. You said a lead guard. And I, last time I was up here with you, Unc, I talked about a potential lead guard that I wanted you to do some research on if you had the opportunity to. And I'm going to say it again. The chat already knows where I'm going with this. Robert Dillingham of the University of Kentucky is giving Victor Wembanyama that basketball on a rim run right then and there. And I think he has already shown that he can play pro basketball pick and roll with a guy like Victor Wembanyama. And the Spurs are primed to have a pick one through seven, one through five from where their standards are in that lottery. Don't let them boys go out there and get that fifth because somebody going to miss and not take this kid in the top three. But if the Spurs got that four, five, six, or seven, that is their lead guard. I'm telling you right now, it'll be well, insane. First, first of all, and what nobody, and I'm laughing, right? I'm laughing <laughs> because 
he kind of fell into this role. Like Jason Tatum fell into the role in Boston yeah. when 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 Gordon broke his leg. Yeah. Well, DJ Wagner was supposed to be that dude, only yep. except he's not. And Dillingham actually outplayed him. Mm-hmm. He's better with the basketball. He better in transition. One of the things that I like about him, because me and you already had this conversation, yeah. J-Rob, where I talked about I got to start paying attention. I got to start paying more attention to these college basketball players. Yo, I dig his motor. He is with the drama right from the beginning. He's slapping the floor. He's sitting down in the it's chair. Off he is with it. Yeah, He is 100% with it. So I'm thinking to myself, you know what? That might be your lead guard right there. I'm not saying that he is, but to pass on him, him, him and the big kid from Purdue, to pass on him, man, I'm trying to tell you something. Yeah. I, think he's gonna fall, I, th- I think that big guy, Edie, is going to fall into somebody's lap. He's yeah, I, his feet, his feet to me, you can see that, you know, his feet are developing. Like he has, you know, I thought my, my issue with, with the, with Edie was, is he going to be stuck in the mud? Because if he's stuck in the mud in the NBA, I don't know if he'll last, but right. he's looking like he can move a little bit. And I agree mm-hmm. right situation. I mean, listen, you can't teach that level of size. And look, I'll admit this too. You can see the volleyball background. He got a great touch around the rim. Yep. I mean, he really does, you know, at yep. his size. So, you know, mm-hmm. I think I think he'll be – I'm excited to see what he's going to be too. And uh, one yep. more Kentucky kid, that Reed Shepard, Lord have mercy. You know, the politics of college basketball is insane because Shepard and Dillingham, both of those guys, probably the four-star guys, the, mm-hmm. the lower two guys in the in the, the UK recruiting class, the two best freshmen in the, in the class. Which is crazy, right? When even though even though Kentucky got the number one high school basketball player in the country, mm-hmm. he ain't even the best one of all of them dudes. No, he's Which, not. by the way, this kid Shepard, like it's in the genes. Because I don't know if y'all know this, but his pops played at UK. Yeah. Jeff Shepard. That's mm-hmm. his father. So he was on that national championship team in 98. Yeah, he was on that crew. So there you go. And, and mm-hmm. this is, raises another question. Unc, how are we evaluating these kids? Oh, we definitely, definitely. How we evaluate what, these kids? Definitely, it, it's way, it's way faster than what we should be doing. Yeah, one hundred percent, it is way faster than what we should be doing. Because if you look at the crews and mm-hmm. you look at these kids, Ronnie James is a prime example of that. Ronnie James, if that wasn't his father and he played at the University of Colorado, nobody'd be talking about him. But J. Rob, what happens in two years when he's a junior and he made the All Pac-12 team for the second time? Right? He's averaging He's, 16 a game, 17 a game. Now all of a sudden, yo, watch out for this kid that's at the University of Southern California named Bronny James, point guard, super athlete. But the fact that James is his father, he doesn't get a chance to develop, and he doesn't mm-hmm. get a chance for people to show – he doesn't get a chance to show people that I can be good if you just give me some time instead yeah. of throwing him in throwing him in the fire. Because last I checked, the kid was a McDonald's All-American. He wasn't a McDonald's All-American when he showed up to Sierra Academy. He was right. not in the ninth grade. We get to the 11th grade. We get to the 12th grade. Next thing you know, this dude is a top 25, top 30 player in the country. So right. same logic goes on with him being in college. Next thing you know, this kid is 15, 16 a game in his junior year. And now you rating the point guards or you rating the guards in the country. He a top 10 guard in the country. And Lottery. Now his draft stock goes up. Yep. So I, 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 it's, it's important. It's, it's not only important to be patient with these kids. But it's important to understand who they are. Right. Ronnie James is a kid who needs time to develop. The fact that his father is who he is, he's never going to be that good. Let's get to the bottom of that right now. <laughs> and the fact that he plays basketball, you're going to automatically 
put him next to his father. And that's when just in not reality, fair. It's just not because I'm not that good. And no matter how hard I try, I'm never going to be that good ever. Now, it doesn't help that his father going around telling people that, yo, he better than some of the players in the NBA right now. Well, OK, let's just make let's, let's just say for the sake of argument, that's true. That's that's true for a lot of guys that play in college. They better than the 12th man or the 13th man on the roster. That ain't what the logic is. You didn't send him to USC for one year so he could be better than the 12th man. No, right. you didn't do that. You sent him there so, number one, he could get a good education. Number two, so he could develop himself. So if he ain't ready after this year, I think that he'll be ready. I think he'll be ready. I think minimum two years. Definitely minimum two years. I wouldn't mind if he stayed the third year. I'm going to be – go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. And I, will, and, and, and I will say this last thing about him, J-Rob. When I think about pros, right, when I think about pros and I think about guys like Bronny James, there's going to be a team – and I know this sounds ridiculous. There's going to be a team at the bottom of the draft that's goofy enough. <laughs> that's goofy enough. New like, ism unlocked, chat. New ism unlocked. That that that's goofy enough to say, could we get James for a year if we draft him with the 28th pick? And by the way, who's got the 28th pick? More than likely, it's one of the teams with the best record in the league like Minnesota, mm -hmm. like Cleveland, right? Like Oklahoma City. Yo, if we drafted Bronny James 28, could we get in? And, and by the way, the, the 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 later round, first round picks, their deals are only locked in, I think, two years. I, I, I think mm -hmm. those with, mm -hmm. with a team option after the third. Yeah, because remember, that's why Gil, Gilbert Arenas got that bag so early because when yes. he was a second round pick and then yep. boom, he got that money quick because he yes. outplayed that contract early. Right. Yeah. So you figure if James ends up, I don't know, the number 29 picking like Tony Parker, and guess what? We move into Oklahoma City for a year. <laughs> guess where we move? We move into Minnesota for a year. Because oh, yeah. a team, yeah. and James is smart enough to know that, yo, this is a ploy just to get me over there. This ain't got nothing to do with my son. Because yeah. if this was really about my son, right, if this was really about my right. boy, we would let him develop and we would let him right. get better. Nah, this right. ain't about that. This is a ploy to get me over there and I'm not going to get sucked into that. I'm not. If he's smart, which I know he is, and he won't get sucked into that. No, nah, do not put your name in the draft, yo. Don't do that. The one thing I will say that is it been that hasn't been fair to Bronny James of this whole thing before we move to our next topic is just I want to mention it's like the entire the entire world forgot that he had a cardiac arrest this summer. Um I know you know this name, Chill. You know, we're going to go in a Rolodex, and you're going to be very proud of me. A player by the name of Hank Gathers. Mm -hmm. Hank Gathers had a cardiac arrest. What, what also nobody talks about with Hank Gathers is Hank Gathers had a cardiac arrest. The medical staff cleared him three or four days after he had a cardiac arrest. Hank Gathers, in his return to basketball, after a four days post-cardiac arrest, dies on the basketball court so people need to understand that on national television by on, national, on national on national television so we i need y'all to understand that this kid went through a life-threatening incident and y'all are talking about him because of what other people are saying about what he could be in the nba and so you're not even giving him the grace to develop because of what everybody else's opinion of him is. And I'm like, bro, had a cardiac arrest. 
Let's give them a year or two. We've got a lot of good basketball players that have gone drafted, having multiple years in the NBA uh, in college. Jimmy Butler, Draymond Green, Damian Lillard, Steph Curry, John Morant. It is multiple guys. So, you know, let's you know let's let's let these guys develop. You know, and I'm 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 cool. I think it is okay for players to 100 percent stay and develop their game because Zach Eady is now a lottery pick. And I think two, three years ago, he was not. So fun fact for you guys, Hank Gathers, when they, they were playing against the University of Portland in the Western Conference and West Coast Conference tournament. And he ends up dunking the ball, dunks the ball, and he walks to the free throw line to get in the in the press that they were in and he passed out. Would it surprise you, J-Rob, that coming back, him dunking the ball, the point guard, that was back trying to defend was Eric Spolstra. Wow. Yeah, that was Eric Spolstra. Wow. Yes, sir. He was a starting point guard at the University of Portland. Wow. That's crazy. Listen, Chad, y'all are learning at a phenomenal rate. This is new knowledge. Put that in your put that in your knowledge bank. If you don't know, now you know. See, this is why I like talking to you. I thought I had some. You took it a step further. You know, I thought I. I thought I had something. Yeah, I appreciate sure. that. Coach Bo. Unk, let's get to the title of our show. Let's Are do the it. Mavs NBA contenders or pretenders? Last night, I got an opportunity to call a game with Luca and Kyrie versus the Cavs. The Struce was loose last night. Yeah, but he, he from half court. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was electric. It was electric. But yep. with that being said, Unk, are the Mavs pretenders or contenders? I think that they're pretenders. And not because Luka isn't fantastic. Not because Kyrie Irving isn't a great off-ball number two. I think that they're pretenders because of the way that offense is and what Luka has to do. I said this earlier when I was talking to Bob, and I said this when I was talking to the fellas. In 2008-2009, LeBron James led the Cleveland Cavaliers in points, assists, rebounds, blocks, and steals. He was fantastic. And he was elite on the other side of the basketball. I think he finished second that year in defensive player of the year, if I'm not mistaken. He finished second that year in defensive player of the year. As much as I marveled at how awesome he was, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking to myself, why does he have to do this much in order for us to win? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He should not have to do that much in order for us to win. So when I look at Luka and I look at how Luka – Sets everybody else up, how he sets the table. Guys like Gafford, P.J. Washington, looks a lot better in that a offense. A lot? Oh, man. Lord have mercy. Yeah, he looks way better in that offense Facts. than he did in, 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 in Charlotte. Way Facts. better. The fact oh, that he man. could get off the basketball and go to Irv the way he does and, and basically take a step back, I see him doing that. The difference is that he doesn't do that enough. How many 45, 14, and 9 games do I have to see, J-Rob? How many 39, 20, and 8 games do I need to see? He should not have to do as much as he's doing in order for them to have a chance to win. And what's going to happen is when you got a guy doing that much, once playoff time comes, once playoff time comes, teams key on that. So what they do is they do their best to slow everybody else down. The guy that I equated to is Jordan. There's a reason why the Bulls weren't winning early. Because Jordan was doing everything that Jordan was doing. The reason why the Cavs weren't winning, because James was doing everything that James was doing. We're going to slow everybody else down, and we're going to give you the basketball, and we're going to make you beat us. 
And I think Kevin Garnett made it clear. You could be better than me. You could even be better than me and him. You ain't better than all of us. That's just not the way that that's going to work. And with and with Luca, it's almost like he ha- it's almost like he the offense is conducive to him having to be better than everybody else. He's the primary ball handler. The offense runs through him. Everything they do is because of him. His usage rate is I I think it's right around where where it normally is. I would like to see Luca more than anything change a bit of his game and be and not just be more of a distributor, be less of a scorer, be more of a playmaker, and not, uh, not and not only allow these other guys to do more, make these dudes do more. Miami proved that with Bam. Miami proved that with Bam, him becoming a twenty and ten guy instead of giving up on him. Make these guys do that. The Chicago Bulls make Scottie Pippen get better. Make Horace Grant get better. Make these other guys get better instead of putting guys around Luca who are just conducive to his game. Because that's not a winning recipe. That's not a recipe for winning. Get him some continuity, right? Get him get get him some guys that he's going to be around for a while and demand that these guys get better. Because what he's doing, it's not a recipe for winning. It's just, it's it's too much that he has to do in order for those guys to win. And I I just don't see it happening. All right. Um. On my end, uh, I got them as contenders, contenders. Mm. And I'm going to tell you why. For the first seven, to me, from the first seven years of an NBA career, I think Luka's the best offensive player I've ever seen Mm. to start an NBA career. And when I look at the playoffs, I've already seen Luka Doncic. Like, I will never be able to get the mind of how he outscored Phoenix and just took over a game and just said this thing is done in the first half of basketball. When I look at his ability, you know, <laughs> it was it was over. It was, he took their soul in a half of basketball. It was one of the craziest performances I've ever seen. And I know and I understand where you're coming from that he has to set the table for multiple players. But to be honest, that's why I think they're contenders. Because I think if I have Luka Doncic dictating the terms of a basketball game, I think I have a great shot to win every basketball game. Right. If if I can, and this is my thing, I look at a Pascal Siakam. At first, I wanted the I wanted the I wanted the uh Mavericks to bring in a Pascal Siakam. I thought he'd be a great third option to fit around Kyrie and Luka. Seeing Gafford and PJ get thrown into the mix as just pieces for they like toys for Luka, like a quarterback getting new wide receivers. Like a quarterback getting new wide receivers. That's what Luka Doncic feels like with them new big men that he got. And Derek Lively. Patrick Mahomes with a bunch of toys. Mm -hmm. And so I look at Luka Doncic with those guys. He completely has his hands all over the game. Mm -hmm. And I think him having Kyrie Irving now is the perfect perfect counterpunch. Mm -hmm. It's like... It's like being a great sword fighter in a video game and then having a nice little pocket knife right in your boot just so every time I give you this jab that you can't see coming every time with Kyrie Irving. And I think he, because of how great Kyrie Irving is, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be honest, Chill, it's amazing to see that even at this age, his game is is aging gracefully in the NBA. Mm -hmm. Even at this stage, he is still one, I think, the most premier and complete offensive players in the game. And you, no matter what, because of what Kyrie is, he has the ability to really – he can close you, close a game out just as well as Luka can for you because of how insane his offensive bag is. Matter of fact, they went to him last night. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
And so because he, to me, he takes so much stress off a player who can dominate a basketball game to the level right. of what Luka Doncic can, mm-hmm. I don't think there's – I don't think I could look at them as a pretender because I don't think right. – I'm, I'm going to say this. I don't think they're a favorite. Right. But I'm going to be honest, Chill. If the Dallas Mavericks were in the finals, it, I would it's not be surprised. I think Luka Doncic – I think after 05, 06 – you had LeBron James was the best player in the NBA, and we couldn't say it yet because he didn't have win a championship. I think Luka Doncic, I know everybody says is Jokic or Giannis. I think Luka Doncic is the best player in basketball. And I think we are just not allowed to say it because he doesn't have an MVP trophy or he doesn't have a finals MVP. Mm. But I've watched this guy go to toe with go to toe-to-toe with multiple giants in the NBA and look mm. like the absolute best player on the basketball court. Right. Time in, time out. And I will say this. I understand he has to score 40 points, 38 points. It's the most effortless scoring I've ever seen. And I know he says it may look effortless, but it's not. It is. It It looks too easy for this guy. So I got to give him the, I got to give them the benefit of the doubt. Right. Now to, to counter, to counter that, which it does, you you brought up a lot of interesting points and the fact that Luca does have Kyrie Irving. He does now have, a, 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 a Bugatti, and he does now have a Mercedes that he <laughs> yeah. didn't have before, right? Now I got jet skis over here. I didn't have this before. But right. the difference is that Luca's game is still Luca's game. Luca's still mm-hmm. one of those guys who pounds the basketball a lot. He holds on to the ball a lot. So if anything is going to change with Luca, it has to be his game, not the personnel. He's right. got to be more trusting of the guys that he's working with. The reason why these teams win the way that they do is -hmm. because players like James, Jordan, players like that, Jabal, Magic, they trust the guys that they're running with. Mm -hmm. Luka trusts those guys, I feel like, up into a certain point. I think he trusts himself more with the basketball Mm -hmm. than he does those guys. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that that's conducive to winning. If he could change his game in that aspect, and we're coming up on that time too, J Rob, because right. he's in. I think we're in year six. We're year coming six, up on that time. Seven, yeah, yeah we're we, we coming up on that time where I, I've already shown how nice I am, right? Yeah. I've already shown how good I am. I've already shown how awesome I am as an individual player. Now I have to, I have to get my guys more involved in the game because winning is winning is what's going to define what my legacy is. Mm-hmm. Y'all already know how good I am as an individual basketball player. And un- not unfortunately, winning does matter. So we can't – I couldn't say in 1988 yeah, yeah. Jordan was the best player in the game. I couldn't say that because it was a dude named Larry Bird who was averaging 30 and 10 who had just won the league MVP three straight years and won the NBA championship two years before that. And a guy named Magic Johnson who had won the NBA championship in back-to-back seasons. So right. as awesome as Jay was, the awesome as the offensive player he was, awesome as the defensive player he was, to get other guys involved in the game, I understand to get other guys involved in the game is definitely, definitely something that you have to do if you're going to be put on that same page. J-Rob, please don't, please don't misconstrue what I'm saying when I talk about basketball players. Mm-hmm. Luca, when he first showed up, we had this conversation about him and Jason Tatum. When he first showed up, Luca was way more polished than any of those guys. DeAndre Ayton, uh, Trey Young. He was more polished than any of those dudes. I felt like his ceiling wasn't as high though and the reason mm. why i didn't think i see him was that high because i didn't think that there was much more there it's kind of like right. when jason Kidd showed up when jason Kidd showed up what he was doing in the nba in year five he was doing that his freshman year in college right. i was already faster than everybody i was already bigger than everybody i could already handle the basketball there's really not much else i could do now I'm, now jason Kidd ended up adding a long ball to his game but for the most part i'm still a better distributor than 90 percent of y'all dudes 
right. like I was in college. I'm still a better ball handler. I'm still a better defender. Well, Luca, I feel the same way about him in the aspect that when he showed up, he was still better than 90% of the guys. So how much better does it get than 35, 9, and 8? I don't think it gets much better than that. What right. could happen, though, is we could see a 37 and 7 season, and mm -hmm. he's so much better. He's right. so much more efficient. His unit is so much better. So I'm we're never gonna get. I I I've always felt like this. Complete players mm -hmm. are an anomaly today. There aren't many guys, there aren't many Kawhi Leonard's, LeBron James guys who are elite on both sides of the basketball. Mm -hmm. There aren't many guys like that today. But if I can get a level of defense that's respectable, plus what I'm getting on offense. I think we're talking about a different guy. Luca's gonna have to change some of his game in order for those guys to win. No, I mean, listen, I don't, I don't, I don't want to completely disagree with you, Unc, at all. And I understand. I definitely think you bring, you raise a lot of good points. I just think I have an overwhelming confidence in him because, from how could from, you? How could yeah, you? Yeah, how could you not. <laughs> yeah, you watch Luca. If, yeah. if we being honest, Jay Robin, I'm not gonna cut you off. But if we be no, honest, you go, you go. how could you not? How could you right. watch Luca and not and be like, yeah, this dude, he's all right. You goofy. Yeah. You are goofy nah. if you not. You clearly ain't seeing the same thing we seen. Right. You clearly not. But there's some there's some things that he has to change. Jay Rob, you're a football guy. You could see a guy in Justin Herbert. He could sling it with the best of them. I think he could throw stand up seventy yards. Yeah. But there's some things that he's got to change in his game in order for us to be better. He nah, has to. No, I agree. I agree 100%. I agree 100%. I think the only thing that I say when I look at basketball versus football, and look, I think Luka going to have to be a little bit feisty on defense. I think oh, I think to the start of the NBA season, he seemed like he's been trying a little bit more. Um, And obviously, look, ultimately, Luka Doncic is never going to be no above average defender. He's just not athletic enough. You understand that. I want people to understand to play defense in the NBA, you have to be really great in your lateral quickness. And some people are just not going to have that, even if they try their absolute hardest. So it's really – his effort is going to be good, but I don't never think he'll be an elite-level defender. But I will say this. Me neither. I don't think so neither. I watched Giannis Antetokounmpo. I've watched Kawhi Leonard. And honestly, you'll say those are guys who are great on defense as well. But I've watched – I watched Nikola Jokic, who is not a elite defender by no stretch, right? go out there and just dominate a series dominate a finals being the when you look at the series who is taking this thing over is one player is one player saying i'm the best in the world i'm the best guy on the floor and i'm just gonna just do what i want and i'm gonna be honest once luka Doncic puts that joker smile on his face and he's out there hooping and laughing he's the only basketball player i know that i've ever seen in my life who be busting your ass and laughing like he at the comedy show while he's doing it. When he put the Joker smile, the Riddler smile on his face and gets to get into a bucket, I mean, we already had we already had that conversation, J. Rob. Like if he's I at the park, he get punched in the face. One hundred percent. If <laughs> he was at the park, he would definitely get punched in the face. One hundred percent. No, he's laughing yes. at it, so it's just like yes, he would he would definitely get punched in the face. I, I I would just ultimately I just have to give him benefit of the doubt off of that, but. Do you want to want me to throw the link in here? Because we're at about the 50-minute mark. You know, yeah, let's do it. it. Yeah, let's talk to some people. Yeah, let's, right, let's, let's do that. Let's, I'm down to talk to some people. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's throw the link in here. Let's, def come let, pull let, up. let's, 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 let's definitely talk to some people. Yeah. That's let's, right. Let's, uh, let's see got, how they feel. I got Brax in the background. What's good, Brax? You, you muted, brother. You muted, brother. 
How you doing, Mustang? <laughs> How you doing? Yeah, Mustang. I first of all, I didn't, I didn't like your comment earlier, man, because you made it seem like I'm two faced. How am I two faced? Last You're time you, you one hundred percent you a straight sucker. I'm good. Wow. You a straight sucker. Smile on my face. Behind my, back, behind my back, you get in there and you drop it. You a sucker. That's Cal. That's Cal. Because last time I came up trolling, I'm you kicked me. Child, I be telling y'all, chat about I'm how y'all be doing this. Y'all be trying to be too funny. But y'all want to come But when I talk ball, look, all I said was I be cooking them. That's all I said. No, you did First of all, you don't cook anything. You cook cereal with spoiled milk. Stop. No. You be cooking them good tuna and jelly sandwiches. You cook cereal. You cook cereal with spoiled milk. No, 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 no. plenty of times. Pastrami or raisin bread. That's what you be cooking, chill. You never cook me. But anyways, get to the get to the basketball. Anyway, it's my fault. That that's me. That's me. Uh, yeah. On your on the logic, you say you got them as pretenders. Yes. Nah, I disagree. Um, I think they're contenders because for one, this is the best lineup we've ever seen Luca with. Uh, and we've already seen that man go to a Western Conference Finals. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I agree with J. Rob. The talent that this man has, I do agree that you cannot, you can't just 1v5 a team, but we've seen him do more with less. And he has pieces around him that complement him almost perfectly. He has lob threats, he has shooters, he has a secondary option. On top of the fact, I'm not going to say they're uh, finals winners this year, but this what is exactly is a contender? Before you go any further, what exactly is a contender? I don't, to you? I'm going to call them contenders before I call them pretenders. Too. What's the pretenders. ceiling for this for this for this Dallas for, Maverick team today? What is the ceiling for this team? For the ceiling is the finals. So I you think, think they could get to the NBA they finals? They could. They could. If everything goes right, they can go to the finals. Mm. But I, me personally, I think they're like a, you know, if if it's just like a neutral setting, they're probably a second round, maybe Western Conference Finals thing, but. I think they can make the finals. For me to call them a pretender, I that would that would be me saying they're like a first round exit, and no. I just don't see that. I don't think that's the same thing at all. No, nah, that's not the same. Yeah, that's not. So, what would it, so what's a pretender to y'all? A pretender is somebody that's not that's that's considered making the playoffs and making a deep run, and they don't even make the playoffs, and they're not in contention to win it. I don't think the Dallas Mavericks are in contention to win the NBA championship. That's what a contender is. That's number one. Number two, when you look at the when you look at the lineups in the Western Conference, sure, Luca is fantastic, but do they have other pieces that can be neutralized? Where now Luca has to do everything. Don't sit there and act like we haven't seen Kyrie Irving in the playoffs go to pieces. We have seen that. But what kind of evidence do we have? Seen that too. When's the last time Kyrie had a bad, bad playoff series? A bad one. Twenty twenty two when they got swept out of the playoffs by the Boston Celtics. He didn't play bad. He had that. He, he had that. He had that one. I believe he had that, that first game where he where he went for like thirty five. He didn't play. He didn't play well after that. He got shut down for the rest of the series. That's not my opinion. That's a fact. That's number one. Number two, when you're talking about neutralizing the rest of those, yeah, guys, that's they was busting their ass that 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 series, Brax. That was no, a masterclass in defense. Was, yeah, I'm talking about from an individual performance. That's the point. That's the point. Yeah, go. That's his point. <laughs> that's his point. Anyway, as I as as, as, as I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, I was just, you, you good. You good. You good. So as I was saying, when you have a team where one guy is doing that much, it's a lot less difficult 
to it's a lot less difficult to neutralize him, and it's it's more it's easier to neutralize everybody else like Gafford, like PJ Washington, like Kleber. It's easier to slow the rest of those guys down and make Luca do everything like he's already been doing, which we've seen in the past. That is not conducive to winning. So when you get into a seven-game series with the Minnesota Timberwolves, you get into a seven-game series with the Denver Nuggets or the Los Angeles Clippers, teams that actually play defense and can neutralize those other guys and the stage is bigger, then you see something completely different than what you're seeing right now. Is Luka fantastic? Yes. But I think that the way that that roster is constructed, you can neutralize those other guys and slow the rest of them down. And I don't think Luka could be us by himself. James couldn't do it. Jordan couldn't do it. None of those dudes could do it. I think that's true when it comes to, you said neutralizing the other players. I think that's true when it comes to, yeah, neutralizing them from a, another standpoint. I genuinely think Luka is an offensive player of the caliber. He can make any pass on the court. If the, if your game plan is let Luka run free and neutralize the other threats, yep. you're, you're, expecting, you're expecting 60. Easy. I'm going to be honest with you. If the threat is double team him and – his other players are going to have to hit those shots. He has players that can hit those shots. That's not the game plan, though. That is not for, for guys so, like Luther, so, so you want him to get 60. That, let me ask you a question. What was the game plan for Joker? Let Joker get 50. Yeah. yeah. And they lose. Yeah, they, they, they're, they're cool lose. letting him score. And we slow everybody else down. That was yeah. the logic with Joker. Let him yeah. get 50 and we'll slow everybody else down. Right. When that happens, that completely takes away from everything else they're doing. When you look right. at when, when when you look at that Dallas Maverick team, and let's also not forget that Luca is another one of those guys that gets hunted. It ain't like Luca is it's, it's not like Luca is dropping down in a chair and slowing anybody down. They're going after Luca too defensively. And Luca wants to get back to the basketball. So now we got a guy who's def now we got a guy who's suspect on defense, and we're gonna slow everybody else down. We can smoke these dudes in a five-game series. Five is crazy, but mm. I will agree on you on the defensive aspect. Um, suppose said it best you're not going to get far if your best player can't play defense or if you can pick on a best player. I I was going to say, I feel like that's going to be the deciding factor on this team. The fact that he's actually showing an effort to play defense on this team works one not works wonders, but it boosts this team, in my opinion. The fact that you can't pick on Luka, the fact that as much as people would like to disrespect Kyrie. He's not that bad of a defender. He's just small. I I just think the team as a unit isn't that good defensively. How about that? So not only not only are they not as good defensively, offensively, their engine, their engine, the guy who's holding the basketball, who's doing the most, they're going to slow down everybody else. So instead of us jumping you, we know how good you are. We're going to jump your crew, and we're going to make you beat us. That's a recipe for disaster. Luca definitely can do that, bro. We Luka haven't seen him do it. We haven't. We haven't seen him do it. What are you talking about? We haven't seen him, what, like, beat a team by himself? Who have we seen him beat by himself? The Clippers? Am I tripping? I think you are tripping. Well, well can I ask you, cool, chill. Let me ask you. They didn't, they ask didn't, number one, they didn't beat the Clippers. They lost to the Clippers. Oh, wait, I'm tripping. My fault, my fault. Yes, you are tripping. Oh, uh, what's mm -hmm. That's number one. Yo, Bree, you want to you want to see what, what Breezy? What you what you got for Unc? Because Braxton um, and Cook stir fry. Yeah, I am Loki. <laughs> I love the conversation. I'm just listening and shout to Chill, shout to J Rod. My man Breezy trying not to be the villain. That's what he's trying. To do. <laughs> That's what he's trying to do. He's trying right, well, to let me, be the villain. Well, let Yo, me turn him into the villain right now. Then. Nah, it's I'm, not. I'm 
It's it's wild because I checked I, to add to the conversation. I went and checked the clutch stat, and know who was number one team? The Dallas Mavericks. Mm. The Dallas Mavericks right now are seventeen and seven far as clutch games. They had twenty four. They won seventeen out of twenty four. And as for you know, for context, these clutch games are five minutes less than the fourth quarter, and the points the score is within five points. Right, right, right. Um, it's a tough list. You know, the Lakers is on it. The Boston Celtics are number three okc is on there it's like a few teams tied with 10 and the wolves are the number 10th team so case in point all of those top 10 teams in the clutch games are above 500 so respectfully all of them could be contenders but to your point chill to the to the title of the show they 17 and 7 i, I gotta kind of respect that but you I said they wouldn't show up on the big stage so i don't know i'm not saying that they no 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 what i'm what i said was those other guys, that's who I'm thinking mm. about. I ain't thinking about. I'm not thinking about Luca. If you telling me that if I'm a coach and you telling me Luca is the one that got to give us 55, he's got to give us 60, mm. and he's got to do that four times. He's got to do that four times in a week because we're gonna slow the rest of these dudes down. Mm. I'll live with that. If he's gonna give us 60, mm. if he's gonna give us 50, in order for them to win four times in a week, when we only have to focus on you and you only. I'm down for that. Can I? I'm definitely down. For can that. I? Can I ask you this, yeah, chill? Can I ask you this, chill? For me, because I'm thinking about like the West as a whole right now. Um, and I don't know like what teams in the West are like your your big contenders, but like, do you have more confidence in a team like the Mavericks or a team like you know Kevin Durant and Phoenix Suns? Because I will say this: if I had to put my chips on like maybe one or two superstars to knock down, let's say, let's just say for the sake of, let's say Denver. Denver and LA, the Lakers, because they were in the Western Conference Finals last year, those are probably some of the teams you got to beat to make it out of the finals. Of like the group of the of the other group of teams, I look at Luka Doncic as really to me the best guy to knock off one of those guys if I had to take an individual player. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that's why I hold him, hold them in such regard as a contender because. I feel like I have more confidence in him and them than I do in like a Suns or a Clippers. Honestly, I'm not sold on the Clippers. I know a lot of people are, but I'm really not. Um, I'm not so. I what like Clippers. I like. I like. I like what they're doing in Minnesota, but I think their immaturity is going to hit them in the playoffs. I really do. Um, I like Oklahoma City, but I think their their youth is going to catch up to them as well. And so, you know, when I look at that, I think is is really hard for me not to look at them as like uh, a contender you know what i'm saying so because answer, i also think it's scarce in the in the conference sure so so to answer your question j rob I, th I think there's certain teams that certain guys look at so for example we saw how good the toronto raptors was no matter who james had with them we could beat them dudes mm -hmm. we could beat them dudes because we know for i know for a fact nah. no no I'm, I, I'm, wait, I'm back, you back. wait, 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 I'm, start. Wait, oh, uh, you, 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 you lag for a minute. Start, start over. You lag. You lag. If, uh, the example that I gave was when, mm. when Toronto played against Cleveland, <laughs> James looked at them like, I don't care who they got. We can mm. beat them dudes. We right. can, I don't care who they got. Well, I feel the same way with Luca when it comes to Phoenix. They are bucket of extra crispy with him. No matter who they, <laughs> no matter who they got, it doesn't make a difference. He owns them. 100% right. he owns them. And I think Jason Kidd did a great job of coaching against them. He exploits the matchups. Mm -hmm. He exploits the problems 
that the that the Phoenix Suns have. So, for example, Devin Booker is not very good in the double team. Not only is he not very good in the double team out high, he's not very good in the double team in the short corner. Mm -hmm. Well, your primary defender, who's not very good in the double team, we know when to jump him. We know how to jump him. That takes him out of the rhythm, not only of their offense, but him scoring. So mm -hmm. then you compound that with Luka doing what he's doing and getting those other guys involved. I, I, if they, I don't care when they play Phoenix, whether it's the first round or if they end up making it to the Western semifinals, I think that they definitely can beat them. Now, right. when you got other teams that can scheme against Luka and can match the front line, that can match their wing players and got and has defenders that can slow those other guys down and they can make Luka, they can make Luka beat them, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then I think that they have a huge problem. For example, Denver. Because right. now you got a guy in Luka, as good as he is, he's got a guy in Joker who can match all of his production. Right. Not some of it. He's got a guy who can match all of his production Add that to the fact that we got frontline guys that can slow down your guys. That's a recipe for disaster for the Dallas Mavericks. Right. So who out east do you think the Mavericks matchup uh, are a matchup nightmare for the Mavericks? In terms of if they ended up making it out of the if they finals, made If they made the if finals. They, if, they, if they make it who, to the finals. Yes. That can actually reach it there. Let's see. Who 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 is a nightmare for the for the for the Dallas Mavericks out west out east? That they do not want to see them. It's not. I, I don't think that there's a lot of teams. Boston. I, I think. I think Boston can beat them, but Milwaukee. They would. They would definitely exploit what Milwaukee does. Luca will definitely. Mm -hmm. he'll, he'll, yeah, he'll, I ain't gonna lie. Luca on a perimeter versus Milwaukee jail. Come on, he will definitely. He will That's definitely bad. exploit what he'll definitely exploit what. Oh Milwaukee. man, chill, oh, chill. Next, I want to ask. No, I only think it's one team. That, I only think it's one team in so, the East that, that that's legit could go so to the finals being, and win it. So with only that think being said, based takes, off of that's uh, it, based mm -hmm. off of that, and the fact that the West is just like, bro, anybody can make it. Even if they make it out to the finals, how are they can how are they pretenders? How who? The Mavericks. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that they're going that far. That's the difference. Yeah, he's so saying you, he don't. So you think, think the only thing I don't think they're is, going that far is that's the fact that it's the West. Hey, but hold on. If hold they on, did, though, if they did, though, oh, like, do you think they have? Do they have a legit shot at winning? Like, if, if they, they got, like, if they got Boston, is there a chance of them beating Boston? I don't think so. Mm -mm. I don't. And if so, chill. If Boston does end up beating beating the Mavs, like, what's the conversation with Luca? Nothing. The reason why Jason Nothing Tatum changed. won the NBA championship because he was on a bomb squad, not because. And if and if Luca outplays him, oh, he sucks in the finals, so he can't win for losing. Unfortunate. That's the logic. That's the logic. Yeah, Blaze. I know you said you had a question. What's your question, brother? Hey, what's up, Jay? Wow, what's good? What's up, yeah. Hey, I got like a two, three question. Hey, who y'all think more impressive this year, Luca or uh, Shay? Like who having a better season to y'all this year? Like who, what player is more impressive to y'all? Well, for for me, I'll go quick. I'll let you leave you the floor. For me, I'm gonna say SGA because yes. what Luca is doing, I've already already known. known. I've seen this movie before. Everything he's doing is not surprising me. I think you know him being up for MVP and everything like that is not surprising me. The reason why I give the nod to SGA is because if SGA is not on Oklahoma City Thunder. They're, they're the Portland Trailblazers. Me and Unc had said that they are the Portland Trailblazers. And 
this kid has accelerated the clock of a team full of 19 to 23-year-olds, and he's the oldest guy at 25. Well, now they got Gordon Hayward. But he is the undisputed leader. And obviously the numbers are already there. I mean, he's averaging crazy numbers. Um, but for me, the way he is carrying this really young basketball team, that's more impressive to me. So I can get with that. Go ahead, um. So you know that you know that fine chick that she just fine as hell, and every time you see it, she can't really do nothing to like make herself look better because she already fine as it is. That's yeah. Luca. But then you know that chick that just showed up, all of a sudden like she's looking better and better. That's SGA. Like Luca can't really do nothing to 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 to, to make himself look better. Like we already know who you are. You already awesome. Shay, on the other hand, the year like last year he had a top five MVP season. This year. He's up for league MVP. He's one of the favorites. So, of course, looking at his game, how much he's improved, it looks better. I mean, Luca is already who Luca is. That the, the 35 and 15, the 40 and 12. We already seen that from him. So we already know who he is. So it's not like so it's not like it's more impressive. No, we already know what it is with him. So are your answer, Shay? Yes. Fact. I I chilling. Uh, J. I'm so proud of you, Chill. Yes. Who does Shay's game resemble? Uh, that's always, a wait. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm on a, I'm I'm on record. I think he's Steve Smith with a, a better athlete and a better a, a better version of Steve Smith. That's what I think he is. Michael uh, Jordan. The, next two, the last two. <laughs> J. Rob and Chill. Who that's y'all think? Ant. That would be Ant. Who who y'all think team is better between those two? Like who has the better roster to y'all between those two teams? The better the roster. Mavericks yeah, the better Oklahoma roster. City. Mavs. The Mavs. Facts. Yeah. The Mavs is it? All right. So if Luca yeah, was on that team on OKC team right now, would they be the same seed or would they be worse? You got to change. When, when I, the the problem that I have with changing players is you got to change the game. You got to change the system. Yeah. You can't just throw a dude on another unit and then automatically just expect it to roll like that. Oklahoma City does something way different. Shea is not Shea is not the dominant ball handler that Luca is. He's not yeah. that guy that you got to put the ball in his hands and nobody else. Like J Dub is one of those guys where he gets involved in the offense. Chet, the stretch five that he is, he gets involved in the offense. Luca is a ball dominant guy. Shea is not that. So you would have to change a lot of things in order for these dudes. In order for this, th- I'm not saying that it wouldn't work, but you'd have to change that offense to be more conducive to Lucifer. So, Joe, you basically saying Luca can't play that way to win, like he can't win playing like that, right? I don't think so. N- not, not, not yeah, the way yeah. he playing. He, I think he's got to change some of his game. Yeah, disgusting. I don't like that. Luca, okay, he is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, I, I don't, I don't. The, the reason why I don't think Luca will work for for what they do in Oklahoma City to me is truly because they only have one real rim running big in Chad Holmgren. Yeah. Like the fact that they don't have, like, to me, the reason why I like the Mavericks roster works so great with Luca. He got three Lob bigs he that's going to roll. He got a lot of and lob th- He got three. He got three he got legitimate three lob, lob threads. threads. Yeah. He got three real lob threads. Like Gafford, PJ, and, and Lively. Are yeah. all, and again, Derek Lively does not get enough credit for how good he's been to start his NBA career yeah, because yeah. unfortunately he plays center. Alongside Chet Holmgren and Victory and Wembyama, who have dominated the spotlight, but Derek Lively in another draft class is getting a lot of credit for how good he's been early on in his NBA career, regardless of him playing with Lucas. So I One, think what they have in Mavericks goes better. higher in the draft. If, if he was one hundred percent, we have a redraft. He's definitely going higher. Yeah. Than we, oh, one hundred percent, one hundred. He'll be averaging like fifteen on the wizard. Okay, 
He's going to be one of is I, OKC going to get better in the future? The best bigs in the NBA at some point, huh? Is OKC going to get better in the Do you future? think OKC? Yeah. Of course. No, like, yeah. like OKC. Like, do you think the conversation with like OKC and Mavs is going to be get? I'm assuming it's going to get closer as time goes on. Then, like two, three years in the future, is I think the conversation OKC is better? Big man. I think Oklahoma City is a stretch, a stretch four away. I don't even think a stretch yeah. four because they already got a stretch five. They Andre Drummond away from competing for the Western Conference Championship. I'm not mad oh, at that either. Crazy. That's who they are. They Andre yeah, Drummond. Yeah, because I ain't I think Chet could play the four. I think Chet could play the four. Something, something uh, Andre Drummond like type of player. Glass Chet is more valuable at the four. I don't. I'm gonna be honest. I'm Chet not, could I'm play the four, Brad. He could play the four. Yeah, bro. I'm not. Yeah, Chet can play the four. I'm not moved by Andre Drummond. I'll give you a name out the draft. Oklahoma could go get you right now. Uh, Donovan Klingon, University mm. of Connecticut. Oh, a glass cleaner. Glass cleaner. Glass cleaner. And you get him on a rook deal, too. Wait, and wait. Chilling J-Rod in the next seven years, who do you think will have more rings? Share uh, uh, Luca in the next seven years. SGA. I think he better leave. I said the same thing. Yeah. Chill. I think SGA and this team, because of the continuity that they building, they're not – this is the Beatles. This might be the Beatles, huh? Yeah. He, the, the, the Chet Holmgren – Jalen, uh, SGA, they're not breaking that thing up. They the Beatles, and they're gonna just put a bunch of other things around them. The Lou, as long as the guys like the Lou Dort stick around to help with the continuity, that's the nut. That'll be a veteran. I think, I think Oklahoma City, if they're able to keep these guys in Oklahoma City, and that's the caveat, though, Blaze. That's the caveat, um, yeah, because. Uh, Oklahoma City a hard sell. It's a hard sell. So you asking me who's going to have more rings in the next seven years is SJ. It's just not going to be in Oklahoma City because he's going to outgrow Oklahoma City. Oh, man. <laughs> they, 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 same thing with Anthony Edwards. He's going to outgrow Minnesota. It's not like Minnesota got a whack program. He's just going to get too big for them. Just like James like OKC, though. I'm confused. Like, why people... And 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 Carmelo Anthony did not want to leave Syracuse, but But look though, I think like what J. Rod said, it's, it's a continuity thing. As long as you keep that core, we good. I mean, rotational players—that's why they call rotational players. They rotate in and out of lineups. I'm gonna be right. honest. Dort's not moving me. You can you can find a Dort anywhere. But he's good. Shut up. Shut but up. Shut up. Chill, chill hey, J-Rod, J-Rod, y'all think J-Rod, y'all think J-Rod, how you going to tell me about my team, J-Rod? J-Rod, how you going to tell me about my team? I'm talking to you about your team. I'm telling you about your team. I'm talking about your team. Come out. Come out. You see, this is what I don't like. And this is what – and this is what – and this logic is goofy as hell to me, yo. Because Because – this is what people don't appreciate in basketball. Players like Lou Dort don't get the appreciation because y'all looking at that goddamn stat sheet every day. I'm not looking, up. I'm looking at Lou Dort. Lou Dort He's your toughness. He's your perimeter player. He could actually – his strong ass gets hot from three. You never know from the corner long ball. I agree. He's a dirty work guy. And the thing is that y'all don't understand, and this is why I forget. Y'all got to stop looking. And this is why I got to talk, talk like my guy, Alabama. Bama, shout out to my dog. Mm-hmm. Y'all, you young whippersnappers gotta stop looking at life like 2K. It's not okay. <laughs> hey, look, so, let me finish. Let me finish. To win a championship, you have to be in a locker room. This is why you young whippersnappers gotta get off the game mm, and play sports. Okay. Get in locker rooms. Get some to understand what chemistry is. Lou Dort is a chemistry piece. Not only the what he brings right. on the basketball court, what he brings to the locker room. You can't just insert everybody. You asking Dort to guard the best player every night. You're going to ask J-Dub to give you 20, 
23, 24, 25 points a night and then go out and guard the best player? You're not. He's not going to do that. So that's why you need players. So it's like, Brax, don't look at Lou Dort like at any other guy because not every other guy's going to come in and do that. That's what that's what uh, Dallas thought when they brought in Grant Williams. He was just going to be another guy. But they found out he's annoying as hell and eats his boogers, and they passed on him. <laughs> they moved him up out of there. So, come on, man. Come on, man. You done? That's unfortunate. <laughs> y'all, said the same, y'all said the same thing about Marcus Smart. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I did not. What? Whoa. Go ahead. Hang on for a second. Am I lying? Everything he just said, did y'all not say the same thing about Marcus Smart? He takes the toughest assignments every night. You're not going to find him everywhere. Y'all not say that. And with that being said, Brax, and with that being said, how did that work out for the Boston Celtics? We're talking about them making the final. We're talking about them being the finals of what you call it this year. No, I'm not win the finals this year. Actually. Actually, where were they with Marcus Smart? How'd that work out for them? They they went to the finals. Yes, and they sir. Lost. And why you think exactly. they went to the finals? And look, and look. You, I, I'll said, tell you why they went to the finals. You know why they went to the finals? They went to the finals because there's a guy in their huddle saying, Jason, can you score the rest of the points? Thank I'll you. deal with 22 for the rest of the Thank night. you. Saying, can you do this? I'll deal with him for the Thank rest you. of the night. guess what? You do your job. Let me. And the other guys didn't. We are not winning the NBA championship in Chicago without Horace Grant. We not winning the NBA championship in Miami without Udonis Haslam. You don't win four championships in Golden State without Draymond Green. So like championship teams require that one guy that's just gonna like be motivating. He's gonna be like, come on, guys, like we gotta go and do like high energy guys. It's not about just could you explain to them that it's not just about the motivation, they motivate you through their play. They go out there and do everything, they energize the entire team. I want to hear I'm I'm telling you, I'm telling you this now. I understand what you're saying. I agree. You need that. You need a guy on your team that's going to say, hey, I'm going to lock him up for the rest of the game. All you got to do is score. You can find better versions of oh. Lou Dorrit. Yes, you can, Phil. Yes, you can. Look, the Boston Celtics literally did that with Marcus Smart. They got Drew Holiday. They did that. You can do that with Lou Dort. I don't. I understand that he was there with the build, with the build up. He helped build the legacy or the right. dynasty or whatever you want to call it. Right. But you got to get rid of him if you want it to be a dynasty. That's just how it works. So, so we got to get an upgrade from Lou Dort. That's, you got to get he, he, same he, thing, get different upgrade, play. You got to get an upgrade from Lou Dort. That's the yes. idea. So, yes. so we can get a six-five version of Lou Dort. You can get a six six version of Lou Dort. Yeah, because exactly. I, yeah. I don't know if y'all know this, mm. but Lou Dort is not the defender y'all think he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> he, yes, he's he not is. the shooter y'all think he is. Yes, he no, is. he's shooting forty percent from three. Yes, he is. He's yes, he is. Crazy. That is. I the think. Most. I, I, I think what I, I think what you're thinking about. I think what you're thinking about is you thinking about an all world. I'm not thinking, Yo, I think he does just the right. I think he's the right Lou piece. I think. Sure, I, sure, I can appreciate maybe an upgrade from Lou Dort. But what you have from him is invaluable. Fact. Now, if you get somebody what, else, it, 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 not only that, but what he brings. It's not, like he didn't, it's not like he didn't grow up with these guys. It's not like he didn't get better as a defender. It's not like he didn't get better as a long ball shooter. It's not like he didn't get better as an offensive player. But that's not his job. My job is to knock down open shots 
and slow down the other team's best perimeter right. best perimeter offensive player. Look. That's my job. And I do that to the best of my ability. To the best of my ability, I do that. Now, if you want to upgrade Lou Dort, good luck finding that. But listen about listen who you listen who you listen who you replace Marcus Smart with. You replace Marcus Smart with the best up defensive wing in the game. And they finna win. That? And they finna win. They have he the highest smoke. odds in the in the league to win. They're gonna lose to the Bucks. They're gonna lose to Giannis and the Bucks. Watch me lose to the Heat. They gonna I want y'all to know the Bucks again. I want y'all to know the Heat. They gonna lose to the on February 28th. Celtics in four, Jay. Celtics in four. Celtics in four. Second to last day of February. The second to last day of February of 2024. I'll tell you right now. The Milwaukee Bucks will be going to the NBA Finals. Miami Heat. Miami Heat going to the Finals. A-Rob knows basketball, man. They're gonna get swept. Miami Heat. They're gonna get swept. I, I was getting ready to say to you because I got thrown off the track with that logic right there. Because that, so, that was if you just take, ridiculous. So keep keep Marcus Smart on this school. Don't get me wrong. Drew Holiday, I do everything that you do set better. But yeah. keep Marcus Smart on this crew and now add Porzingis to the roster. Do they still win? Yep. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. Repeat that. Repeat so, that. So, we, we, so take Drew Holiday off the roster. Right. Keep Marcus Smart on the roster. Right, but now add Porzingis to the roster. Are the Celtics right. winning? No, and that's because Marcus Smart. Yes. What? <laughs> yes, that is because of Marcus Smart. I don't think y'all realize how much of a better shooter uh, Drew Holiday is than Marcus Smart. And I don't, I don't think y'all realize that he's actually, if like just a, the same defender, if not better. So I don't. If I do everything better than you, oh, 100%. I, I won't then argue. Then our chances, Drew our chances are higher of winning. So I, yeah, I just Holiday don't. Marcus, Drew Holiday is definitely better than Marcus Smart. I won't argue that part. I won't yeah. argue. But what so, I'm thinking about with, I, I don't think you lose much. You definitely lose defense, but you don't lose much. You definitely lose scoring, but you don't lose much. But if you add for too. You add Porzingis. You add. I don't. I don't look at playmaking as just the distributor. I look at it on both sides of the basketball. But with that being said, if you just add Porzingis to this lineup, keep Marcus Smart, and you add Porzingis to this lineup, I still think that they win it. They win it. I, I still think that they win it. I understand where you're coming from because Porzingis adds a layer to that Boston Celtics unit that they desperately needed. Yes. But also, if it if it comes to a point where it's like okay. We're trusting Porzingis to market smart kickouts to win this game. We're gonna lose. We're just gonna lose. If I'm, I'm, and I'm more comfortable saying I'm trusting a market smart. I mean, a Drew Holiday kickout before I'm doing a market smart kickout. Now, this this logic applies to Lou Dort as well. I'm trusting Lou. I'm trusting Dylan Brooks this year from the three before a Lou Dort kickout. I You're just tripping. <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is nah, ridiculous. I'm talking about J Rob. These dudes take <laughs> years off my life. Yo. Yeah, these are ridiculous, bro. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Hey, on that note, I don't know, Macau Bridges or something. Like, I'm, I'm trusting wow. that before I'm trusting Lou Dorf. You know how much it's going to cost him? Yo, I, and this is another thing. Um, they think this is 2K. You know how much Michael Bridges is gonna cost you in a NBA that doesn't have a middle? There's no mid. There's, 
Um, you gonna tell these whippersnappers that there is no middle ground? Yo, it's the guys how at the much top. older are you than me? <laughs> Four years, a whole that's a whole class, that's a whole generation. It is a whole generation. So when I'm thinking about it, you gotta remember there's a middle ground. Mike Michael Bridges is a is a hundred million dollar plus level player, brother. You're not gonna just, just say a player. I'm I'm just I'm just saying and you understand you don't understand about I understand you don't realize there's a salary cap. No, I get it, I get it. Look, I, I get what you're saying. It's not to make sense, bro. I get what you're saying, brother. I well, my whole point. I feel like my whole point is there's a player out there that just does what he does. Name the player that's not more expensive, brother. My name's not Sam Presti. That's (laughs) hey yo, J. Robin Chill. One more question before y'all end the live. One more. Okay. Go ahead. Trey Young is on a uh, on the Spurs. How much is Wimby averaging? 28. At least least 25. And and they're a playoff team too. A smooth- yes, they're a playoff team. They're a playoff. T- I think they. Yes. I think he averaged damn near twenty eight. Um, they're a playoff so, team. So if they go up, who leaves? Huh? And so, so with, with 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 uh, they can have anyone. With, who with, with Wimby, yes, I think they're a playoff team. With with first of all, the stuff that Wimby does that a lead guard can help him do better makes them way better. Facts. Way better. Not only does that make them way better, that makes their unit way better. Right. Because just so you know, Trey Young ain't just enhancing Wimby; he enhancing the rest of them dudes too. Yeah, I mean team wise. I mean team like I think, like, I think they're a playoff team. If Trey Young is on that team, they're playoff. Team. But what what team goes if they go up? Because somebody who are they better than? If they get Trey Young, if if they if if they if they let's see, I think Memphis. First of all, Memphis is going to be back in the mix next year. I think yeah. the I think the Rockets. Let's see. The, I'm thinking about the Rockets. I'm thinking about the Jazz. Yep. And I'm thinking about the Lakers. Those teams. Yeah. Those 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 teams can move. Okay. So, I all right, fellas, know. we'll get with y'all dudes later. All right, we'll y'all, y'all be cool. Y'all dudes later. All right, man. Oop, remove, remove. All right, um, anything before you know? We about at our time. We, we, so we, we got any, we got anybody else in the back, or we good? We Gucci, we Gucci. I think everybody. All right, we good. Made. All right, we got everybody. Yep. All right. So, do it. Well, tell, tell these, tell these folks what you need to tell them. Unk on the way out. Give them their words man, of wisdom. And we uh, we got some good basketball for the rest of the season. We will be here. But with that being said, put on a suit, drink water. Don't drink and drive. I don't know when the last time you did it, but yo, call your.